Perakei Mishnah Tess, Shiva Dvarim Begolem Veshiva Bechacham. There are seven qualities of an uncultivated person and seven of a wise person. Let's focus on the seven qualities of a wise person. Each of them relate to how one interacts with the other one's communicative skills. Says the Mishnah, number one, Chacham eno midaber A wise person doesn't speak before someone greater than he in wisdom and in age. Take a look today in various different settings and meetings, conferences, conversations, discussions. Various people will be very quick to talk and will even begin to talk before somebody older or wiser than them speaks. Somebody who's older, somebody who's wiser has experience. Somebody who's older, somebody who's wiser needs to be respected. And too quickly young people in our generation are quick to talk and begin to have a conversation and discuss matters and raise points very, very early in the conversation without even hearing what somebody else has to say and certainly someone who's older and wiser. Thus the Mishnah teaches us that the sign of a wise wise individual is somebody who's silent first and waits to hear somebody else speak, certainly if that person is greater than him in wisdom and in age. Let's think about this and make sure we're listening to those who are older, those who are wiser, those with more experience, because they have something to teach us. And it's hard not to speak. It's hard to hold ourselves back and to listen to somebody else. But listening is such a critical quality, and we have to make sure that we're using it, and it's a sign of wisdom. So often in conversations, I see people walking so quickly and so fast. But more often than not, I see people who are slow and who don't speak so quickly. And I notice after meeting them, that it's the person who's quiet who's certainly much wiser. Often we think that the person who's smarter, quicker, and the person who has more to say is the person who speaks louder, more, quicker, faster, and first. But it's not always the case, and usually it's far from the case, but it's usually the wiser person who's smart in terms of listening and is careful, deliberate in conversations, and listens to what other people has to say. That's number one. Number two, the second quality of a wise person, Eino nichnas l'soch divrei. He doesn't interrupt the words of his friend or his colleague. This is especially true today. You know, you could often be talking to somebody, the phone rings, the text comes, and before you know it, the conversation that you're having is gone because somebody that you're talking to all of a sudden begins to be interrupted by something else. We can't interrupt others and we can't be interrupted. When we're in the course of a conversation speaking to somebody, it's so easy to get distracted and begin to have a conversation and strike up a conversation with somebody else or to listen or to hear what somebody else has to say. You know, I could be having a very serious conversation with somebody, helping somebody, talking to somebody. Before I know it, the person's on their phone because they're picking up a phone call, picking up a text or responding to an email. It's not appropriate. That's not correct. means don't interrupt the words of your colleague. If you're having a conversation, careful. Take it seriously. Somebody's taking their time to talk to you. Whether it's somebody who's giving you advice, whether it's somebody who is having a pleasant conversation with you, regardless, it doesn't make a difference. Don't interrupt the words of a friend, a neighbor, a colleague, or whoever you're having a conversation with. Number three, Eino Nivhal Lahashiv. And this is especially true in our generation. Don't rush to reply. So often, somebody will ask a question of somebody else and expect an immediate answer. You know, today it's very popular to have questions and answers. It's with a rabbi or with an individual who you want to hear his or her opinion, and you expect that the response should be on the tip of their tongue. I have often had conversations with some of my rabbeim, and I still do today. And when I ask a question, I notice that they're not responsive immediately. They're pensive, they're thoughtful, they take their time to respond. When I was a younger uh, student in yeshiva, 
I remember being so shocked that I asked the question and one of my Rebbeim stuck his head in his hand and was thinking, I thought maybe he didn't hear, he wasn't sure what I meant, and I kept on talking and talking. He said, just hold on, let me think, let me contemplate, let me consider. Your question's a good question. I, I can't answer right away. Eino live Hashiv is not just true about Rebbeim and Gedoli Yisrael, it's true about us. We don't have to rush to reply. It's true with the text, it's true with an email, it's true with a phone call. Yes, there's something called Inui Hadin, holding somebody back from giving a response. And if you have a response, give a response. But sometimes you need to be deliberate and thoughtful and wait till you have an appropriate response. That's one of the greatest problems with texting today is too often responses are given one, two, three, and mistakes are made. When you're quick to respond and when you're rushing apply, mistakes occur and that's when we get in trouble. So ain't no live halahashiv means don't rush or apply. Thoughtful, slow, write a draft email. Don't don't write and don't respond, be it electronically, be it verbally. Take your time, think, contemplate and consider what was asked, what's being discussed, and then, therefore, you will be able to give a more thoughtful, appropriate, and accurate response. Number four, Shoel ke'inyan umeshiv kehalacha. Asks appropriately and respond correctly. If somebody asks you a question, don't pretend not to address the question and don't deal with the question not dealing with it. Deal with it. Answer the question. Show Kenyan Meshu Kalach. If somebody's asking you a question, have the decency to respond and deal with it appropriately. This is particularly true in the area of halacha. The Rishonah explained that somebody asks a question that's pertaining to a relevant halachic shayla, that question has precedence, and don't deal with something that's not minyane diyoma. Deal with the question that was asked to you. If you're asked a question or of within the time period of Hilchos Pesach, Sukkis, Yom Nuraim, answer and address those questions first. There's a series of priority to that question over a question that could be responded to in a series of weeks or months. But the same thing is true with each of us. If we're asked a question, let's deal Deal with that question. Let's answer that question. Let's not throw it aside and pretend that I didn't hear it or deal with another question because I don't want to address it. Answer a question that you're asked. And if somebody's careful enough and cautious enough to ask you a specific question, let's be careful to make sure that we're responding to the question that was asked of us and not dodging it. The Omer, number five, Al Rishon Rishon, Vial Achron Achron. You speak to the first point first and the last point last. This is piggybacking on the last po- uh, comment of the Mishnah that a wise person asks. Answers in chronological order. Because there's logic. When you ask a question, you want to hear the response to the question in the way that you asked the question. Don't create confusion. If somebody is wise, one of the signs of wisdom is clarity and being able to correspond, to relate, to answer, to deal with questions that are being asked in a meticulous and careful approach. Thus, the wise person answers the question that was asked of him first, and the question that was asked of him second, he will answer second. Number six, and boy, oh boy, is this important. What does this mean? You will be very careful to admit that you don't know the answer to something that you don't know. One of the earliest great pieces of advice that I received before entering the rabbinate was making sure that somebody told me, a great rub told me, when you don't know something, Lame Lomar Say, I don't know. 
Because when you say you don't know, it doesn't look like you're a imbecile, but rather you are wise because wise people don't know everything. The person who is able to respond to everything, either he's an absolute genius and a god will be Israel, or he's a phony and a fake because nobody has the answer to everything. Be honest with yourself. If you don't know the answer, say, I'm not sure. Let me research. Let me look it up. Let me speak to somebody older or wiser. Because when you do that, then the person will understand that when you do answer a question, you really know what you're talking about. Because when you don't know what you're talking about, you say, I don't know. But when you do answer a question, it's clear and it's implicit and it's even explicit that you do know what you're talking about and thus you're responding accordingly. It's very hard to say, I don't know. That's why the Gemara teaches us, teach ourselves to know what you don't know and express that to somebody. Recently, when we're dealing with the coronavirus epidemic, speaking to various different doctors, I've noticed that the greater the doctor, the more they'll say, I don't know. And it's true true in areas of halacha and psak as well. You ask a rav something, if the rav says, I don't know, they're honest. And the greater rabbanim are more cautious and careful telling us that they really don't know, that they need time, they have to contemplate, ask somebody else. It's true in our lives as well. If we don't know something, say, I don't know. Don't make it up. You're not winning by saying you know something when you really don't. Just the opposite. Say, I don't know. Let me think about it. I'm not sure. I'll look into it. And finally, the last point of the Mishnah, number seven, as to the sign and a quality of a wise person is moda ms a person who acknowledges the truth, a person who says, you know what, maybe I made a mistake. I admit I don't know and I made a mistake. But at the same time, that person will say, I am sure I acknowledge that this is true, either what you said or what somebody else said. Being moda ms means that, yes, I made a mistake. I admit it. I acknowledge that. And gdoli Yisrael throughout our history, when they were asked a question and they gave a response and maybe later they said that they made a mistake, they'll say, I acknowledge it. That's the truth. I didn't know. Famous story of Chaim Salavechik was giving a shir klali when he was auditioning for the position of Rosh Hashivan Velazhin and a smart young student asked a very sharp question. And it was this shir that was going to be the deciding factor whether or not he would take the position. Chaim responded, you're asked a good question. Closed his Gemara says, I don't know. I'm not sure. And he was moda al ha'emes. And as a result of that, the Rosh Hashiva said, this is the man that we want for the job. Somebody who's moda ala somebody who can acknowledge the truth when a question is asked and a sharp point is made. And you could close your Gemara and say, I acknowledge the truth. You're asking good and I don't have a good response. That's the person that we want for the job. Thus, these are the seven qualities of a wise person. Let's be careful, cautious, meticulous, thoughtful. If we want to be wise, wise doesn't mean you know anything. It's actually just the opposite. Don't speak before someone greater than you. Don't interrupt the words of your colleague. Ask appropriately. Respond correctly. Speak to the first point first and the last point last. Admit when you don't know something. Acknowledge the truth. These are the qualities of the wise person. Have a wonderful day.